You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Oh, you're you're not edition. using the classical Yeti. You're no, using I'm the using fun the, Yeti. Yes, the yes. lime green, kind of fluorescent almost yep. green Yeti. So yeah, it's not as it's not quite as good a gong, I have I to am, admit. I am quite upset. Why you're not that? using the Yeti that I bought you, the the light blue, the powder blue, the North oh, Carolina Tar Heels blue. No, that's for special occasions. Oh, that's for, okay. That's only right. for epic moments. Oh, I don't okay. like to tarnish it. No, <laughs> I will. I will have that. I will have that next podcast. We, I'll have that ready to go. I have it. I use. Must it. be great. No, must be great having a wife that works outside the home because I only have one yeti. Oh man, yeah, I'd kicked her out years ago. Get me some. Oh. <laughs> I'm sick of living in poverty, baby. Get yourself a job. <laughs> but the children, I said, take them with you. They can work too. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you this. So my kids, very early on, we, t- we taught them, you know, you need to get a job. You need to work. Contribute, right? Which they never did. But And now they just drain money from me all the time. But um, So my kids were like, I think Kayla was 10. Nate would have been 8. And, and Allison would have been almost six. And so a lady in our church said, hey, I got a job for your kids. I said, great, great. She said, I'll have them come over, and they can pick up the dog poop in my yard. Oh. And I'll give them five cents for every piece of poop that they pick up. And I said, that'd be great. So I got them some gloves, you know, and those little plastic gloves. And so they're going around. Oh, my goodness. And Kayla says, Nate, Allison, break them in two, and then we get 10 cents. <laughs> I'm like, this girl's awesome. <laughs> so the, the lady heard her. <laughs> she goes, your kids are just like you. <laughs> Always looking to make an extra buck. <laughs> so for you kids out there today who need employment, <laughs> potty pickup. Potty pickup is for you. So. That is wow. great. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So uh, children, if I heard you right. So children are a drain on your money, yes. but grandchildren are an inv- yeah. you're making an investment, investment. in them. Exactly. Okay. All right. That's exactly. I just want to make yeah. sure I caught that correctly. Yeah, I only give my kids money so that they can produce and and care for our grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> and number four is on the way at the end of May. So. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. My little Allison getting ready to have her second child, our fourth grandchild. That's so awesome. exciting. Yeah, it's good. Um, so here, let me throw this at you. So uh, this this will show this will be a geographic thing, but let me give you some numbers of what it costs to live in Canada. And I touched on this the other day, and and this may be a reason why some are working out of the home. Um, 
And I will say that most of our church ladies, by the grace of God, are able to see their kids raised to till about school age, uh, and some go beyond that. But the cost of living definitely puts a pressure on people today to work outside of the home, especially ladies. So the average home cost in St. Thomas, Ontario, which is not a super big community, we're 43,000 people. Um, we've had a lot of people move from the cities to our city over the last number of years. Our population has almost doubled in the last uh, seven years. Mm. So the average home cost in St. Thomas right now would be around $750,000. The now, average a starter home starter for, home for a family right. would be what? Probably maybe uh, six, maybe 5 600. Yeah. 600,000. Okay. okay. So my my daughter-in-law just bought a home, a new home. It's a semi, so there's there's two houses combined into one called a semi. Uh, that was 600 in the states, duplex, yeah. right? Over six hundred thousand dollars. Wow, um, it's a lot. A car here, uh, and again, I'm talking new, and I know we all buy used and look for the best deals. But mm -hmm. just give you an idea. So, a new car here, I know a lot of guys are driving trucks. They're driving the Ford F-150s or whatever. That truck in Canada would start at around sixty to seventy thousand dollars. Wow, really high. Gas is six dollars and fifty cents a gallon. Um, my wife bought a package of chicken the other day. She bought. Uh, eight chicken thighs. She bought the package in the United States. We stopped at the border and bought them. And I think they were, I want to say they were around seven or eight dollars, something like that. The ones in Canada were half the size. And for eight of them, she paid $15. Wow. For eight chicken thighs. So uh, milk is right around five or six dollars for a gallon. What, what's the exchange rate? Uh, 30 cents. Okay. 30 cents right. on the dollar. So $10 Canadian would be $7 U.S. Yeah. So that give you an idea, right? So um, the nice thing is we don't have to worry about health care. That's, that's covered in our taxes, which we pay a lot of taxes. Um, just, just to give an idea, some of those things. Kids' clothes, yeah. astronomically priced. I, 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 don't, I don't know how young couples do it. I'll be honest. It's, it's tough. And uh, the average wage here, uh, minimum wage, is $15. Mm -hmm. So it starts there, but I'd say most people make at least twenty. You have to, you almost have to start at twenty dollars. If you're a single income, uh, you got to start around thirty dollars to mm -hmm. just survive here. Yes, and that's tough. And that and those jobs are hard to find today. So a lot of people would have to work two jobs or just really, really work at getting a good job. So that puts a lot of pressure on um, a guy who wants to, you know, live here, have a home. Supply for his children. Now, I will tell you that most people in Canada have two children. There's not much more than that. Um, there, there are some who have more. Um, I don't know a lot of families of five and six and seven kids. Uh, Holly, who wrote in, have uh, I think she said six. Um, so that's that's tough here. Um, you're going to be going to you know. Uh, thrift stores for clothes. You're going to be doing without a lot of things. You're not going to have a lot of the entertainments um, that that you would be able to do. So depends on where you live. If if you live in regions of the United States where you know things are a lot cheaper, it might be easier to do that. So I'm not I'm not batting either way. I'm not saying for or against. I'm just saying that's the reality of living in Canada and the cost of doing that. Yeah. Whereas in the states. 
whenever we're talking about important things like that, uh, Chipotle is about $9 a meal, and a quarter right. cheese meal is about $8, and Chick-fil-A yeah. 12 nuggets is about $4.5. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's important. You know, that's, that's our level yeah. of where we start, you know. A family of four going to McDonald's here is going to be, yeah, that's right. A family of four going to McDonald's here is going to be around 60 to $70. Who? Yeah. You got yeah, it's not cheap. Kids it's with big, cheap. big appetites. Well, no. <laughs> Those McNuggets are McCostly. <laughs> yeah, meat here has gone through the roof. Um, oh, yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Eggs. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's all part of the plot of, um, what's his name? Um, oh, who's the Apple guy? Uh, not Apple. Who's the, who's the big money guy trying to destroy the farming industry now? Uh, what's that? Oh, uh, well, yeah, the Bill Gates and Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Great Reset Just blew up a blew up a blew up a big cattle ranch or big uh, milking operation in the states. Yep. So that's where it's at. So yeah. So things are things are tough. Things are tight, and uh, uh, most couples that I know here, uh, both couples are working. Uh, even people in the church, not because they necessarily feel they want to, they feel they have to just to provide. Mm-hmm. So that makes that makes it tough. So you can still be a keeper at home. Uh, you just have to certainly. I think God will bless whenever you put Him first. There, there's yep. no way to to map it out and say here's what will happen to you, other than we trust God that. He blesses. And, right. you know, we, we've all been there with, man, I don't know what we're going to do. And I remember many times at, at uh, we had family devotions at breakfast time. And I, would, I wouldn't say, I don't know how we're, we're going to make our next meal come from. You know, we would just right. say, all right, uh, we, need, we need some money for some bills. Let's pray. And mm-hmm. two, three days later, a check could come in the mail from someone that we had no idea. And I'd show them the check. Look, look at this. God answers prayer. And we would rejoice. And th- I mean, it's just when you put God first, he will bless. And so that, that is, that's just walking by faith, trying to make sure as you look at uh, the difficulties that come from one income or 1.25 income, whatever, um, you know, that you're trying to do because you're emphasizing being a keeper at home and God will bless, God will take care. You won't live like everybody else lives, but the Lord will bless. And by the grace of God, we pray that our children will serve the Lord, be, have a great foundation of character and be someone that gives honor and glory to God by the way that they live. Right. Uh, here's what my daughters are doing to be able to stay home with their kids. They work from home. That's mm-hmm. that's a oh, yes. big part. Yes. And that, that happened in large part because of COVID. Yep. They were working part-time, and they were working outside of the home. Uh, my one daughter still has to work two days out of the home, but uh, her husband watches the kids the one day, uh-huh. and then... Uh, Nana and Poppy watch them the other day uh, when oh, they're home to help with that. Oh, that's got to be unpleasant. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. very difficult. Yeah, and um, I've begged her, go get a job so we can watch your kids more. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, that's in part what they've done. My one daughter, uh, thrifts, she goes to the thrift store. She buys fine oh, stuff. Yes. She comes home, puts it on Facebook and sells it for five times as uh, much and does really well at that. And so she's always creatively, like her mother, creatively looking for ways that she can help mm-hmm. out at the home, but still stay home as much as she possibly can. And so I appreciate that about my girls. And um, it, it can be done. It can yes. be done. You can stay home, but you're going to have to be creative. Yes. And you're going to have to learn, you know, how to cut some corners. And and again, like you said, you, you have to do that, but please do it in a way that your kids don't feel the brunt of that. Well, mom's got to go to work because, you know, we got to have this and you kids cost me this. And, you know, if you ever want a vacation, you don't do that stuff. Don't put that. And ladies, if, if you're going to choose to stay home uh, in part of that decision, then don't be griping to your husband all the time that you you're doing without. That's you might have to you might have to do without for a while. Once those kids are grown, then then you can get some of those things that maybe you wanted to get or do what you wanted to do. But in that time, rejoice and be happy in it. I'll tell you what, we really learn to pray, you know, yep. when when you have yep. needs and they're not just wants, but they're true needs. And you really learn to pray. And man, I mean, it's a, it is an agonizing and blissful experience all rolled up together. Yeah. Yeah, I think teaching our kids how to shoplift was probably one of the best things we ever did. <laughs> you know, the, the bad part was whenever you you had your kids walking around in church going, "Oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, we, we didn't get anything to eat today." Oh, now let me give you a true story. We had, we had a couple in our church, and she wanted to stay home. And she would go around, and she'd say, well, my kids wanted to go to camp this year, but we just can't afford oh. it. Uh, my kids are so disappointed. Oh, You know, I hated that. Yes. I was like, don't yes. do that. And of yes. course, people say, well, well, we'll pay for them, you know. Oh, okay. You know, oh. Meanwhile, you know, they're eating out every week. Yes. And they're... You know, they got every cable channel you can get. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Mm. So, yeah. He had a guy, uh, I used, I worked in a store as a kid. And this guy would come in. I'd say, can I help you, sir? And he'd go, oh, no, I'm just shoplifting. Thanks. <laughs> 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 it kind of catches you off guard. So I do that. And I'll go into a store. Can I help you? No, I'm just shoplifting. <laughs> in some states of the United States, you can that. now and get away with it. <laughs> you can do well, that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my! Um, any any hardships by your wife staying at home with your kids? In transparency, oh, yeah. I mean it, it was difficult. I I have to say that uh, my mother and father in law they've been they're just such godly people. Of course, yeah. my father in law's yeah. with the Lord now, but yeah. uh, well, probably for about fifteen years, maybe maybe more than that. Every time that my mother in law would go shopping each week. She'd usually drop off a bag of groceries to Denise, you know, yeah, like yeah. every single week. I mean, you know, that really adds up. The other day I was I was thinking, well, the other day, it was a few years ago, but I was yeah. thinking about your father-in-law, and I yeah. was trying to figure, okay, uh, you go to work five days a week, but you're really around each other sometimes six or seven. 
And I started yep. thinking, okay, 13 years as pastor, five days a week, and probably half the time he'd buy you a meal. And I started thinking, I bet that guy's bought me 3,000 meals, you know, over the course of just knowing him. It just When you start thinking of people's kindness and generosity and, you know, because he, he knew as pastor, he knew what we were making. And so a lot of times, you know, because he'd say, um, hey, let's go to lunch. And I would I would try to use some kind of excuse of, oh, I've got this. Too. He goes, come on, I'm buying. I mean, because he, you know, I, and I wouldn't try to, you know, oh, right. I, oh, I just don't think that I can. But he knew. And, and whenever you start, when you start adding those things up, it's it's the love of people and the grace of God. You know, just you, yep. you it's just amazing how God uses people to touch your heart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my father in law would come over once a week and eat a bag of groceries. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid, grandpa's coming, hide the Oreos, hide the peanut, had to hide the peanut butter, hide the ice cream. <laughs> Oh, oh, they were such a help to us. We we built a home, and they wanted to build a home at the same time, and so they told the builder, any any cost savings by building two homes at once, you give it to them oh, and save wow. us you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. Things yes. like that were a help, you know? Yes. And, and um, they were very careful not to offend, you know, and say, wow, we want to give you some money. They would just, for an anniversary or something, they knew. They knew when we were struggling. You mm-hmm. can see those things, and, and they'd be a help. And if you don't have that, you know, that's— there are people in the church. There are people in the community. God sometimes does see those it. Things. God yeah. does it. He does. It, it just the Lord provides either directly from Himself or indirectly through people. Yeah, I have absolutely no regret of my wife staying raising my children. None at all. Yep. And I would encourage every mother that can to do that. Amen. Um, it, before your kids come, work like. You can work, work every hour, every bit that you can, um, before you have children. Once you start having children, spend that time with your children. Once your children are of age, where you can then work outside the home, either maybe you know after school. Um, my mom did that. She worked um, before we were born, and then after we were able to you know sustain, she went back to work. And uh, you can do that and work hard. You can have your kids work. And, and help out in the home. We didn't do a lot of that, but we would try to teach them some of those things. You can buy some of your old, own clothes now and things like that. So, yeah, you can do it. And if you're if you're not able to do that, God bless you. Um, you know, do what you, do what you can do, but don't, don't just neglect those things and those responsibilities, man or woman, just because you want to have more things, a new boat, you know, oh, yes. a better car. Man, you'll... You'll wish you had those hours back with your kids one day. And one of the great problems that everybody has to deal with, you got to come to grips with it. If you're married five, six, eight years, you cannot expect that you're going to have the same things that your parents have who've been right. married for 30 years. There, there's, right. just, there's just no way. I mean, our first home we bought was $38,000. Yeah, you know, and then you you get equity, you buy another one, you get equity. You know, so I mean, it it isn't like all of a sudden that just dropped out of heaven. 
it, it, over the course of time, you know, you, you, the Lord does bless. So uh, don't expect that you're going to have what your parents have. It's going to take time. Be patient. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with struggling. There's nothing wrong with not having. Uh, some of those things are the greatest lessons I ever learned in my Amen. life. How to do without. How to rely on the Lord. How to effectively pray so that you yes. can meet the needs. Amen. Those those are invaluable things, and I thank the Lord for that. So praise the Lord. Holly, thank you for sending that in, and thank you Amen. Again to all of you who contribute like that. And somebody said the other day, do you guys ever run out of topics? We're like, no, people are really good about sending things in. And uh, we have, I think, one or two things left in the old uh, Run out of topics? We could make fun of each other. Oh, my oh. goodness. How many podcasts oh. in a row without Bloody end? each other. We know hundreds <laughs> of preachers. Hundreds, yeah. if not thousands. And then thousands. whenever we gang up, oh, yeah, that's even better. Oh. Oh yeah, and then we and then we go after their kids. That's that's the best part. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, we got we've got that. But uh, anything you have a question of, or you know, you want to hear something, let us know. You can mail it to myself or Brother Wolven. Uh, you can find us on timtalks.com, uh, alstone.ca, or Dan Wolven. I'm on Facebook. Come and send me. Uh, <laughs> please friend me please 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 please. i have no one dan wolf is the only guy on facebook that has one friend that's it no oh yeah i do i think i think i have denise as a friend so well you better well no she unfriended you (laughs) she blocked me she changed the lock on the door <laughs> That's right. I'm Al Stone. I'm in St. Thomas, Ontario. And uh, over the next few weeks, I'll be in uh, uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, British, or no, Alberta. I'm everywhere. Amen. I'm everywhere. Yeah, I love it. This Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Um, we do have quite a few things going on in our state house. Please be praying that we will be able to put up some kind of a roadblock for the abortion amendment that is uh, really mm. gaining steam here in Ohio. So please be praying about that. Mm. And uh, we're making good progress with our Baptist Ed videos. And yeah. so uh, looking forward to getting them out probably within yeah. about three months. Should yep. be about uh, 30 to 40 that would be available for you to see and and hope that they're a blessing to you. Yeah, Baptist Ed is a Brother Wolven's creation, and he takes some uh, Bible doctrines and, and does um, uh, a caricature kind of cartoonish lesson and they are phenomenal i'm so excited for you they're going to be great i i can't wait yeah for you i'm to really excited this. about them i, I yeah. show them to our teens every wednesday and so yeah. you know I, I first just started just thinking oh that's neat i wonder if this will go off well and and it yeah. there was a great response and so so i had yeah. to redo them all because if i if i plan to make them available then I've got to go through the copyright stuff and everything else. Right, I can't right. can't use other material and things like that. So, right. So they'll be available soon, and I will definitely be uh, letting people know about that for sure. They're they're great, and uh, you can use them 
Um, you could use them before your morning service. You could use them in teen class. You could use them in discipleship. They're really, really excellent. And yeah, Christian really school, well done, so. Bible class, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything yeah, just yeah, yeah. discussion starters, adult classes. Yeah. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, this is Tim Talks, and uh, I'm Al. That's Dan. And we have concluded yet another week of Tim Talks with you, and we're so thankful that we've been able to do that. And uh, do us a favor. Share us with someone else, would you? Uh, let them know. Point them in our direction. We're so thankful for those who have. Amen. And uh, I'm looking forward to some great, great things in the days ahead. Thank you so much. This is Tim Talks, the Tim Talks, and we are your super hosts. Thank you for stopping in today and this week. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.